You're tuned in to the ETPU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. Well, you heard that right, folks. You may be asking yourself, why am I playing a Christmas song in the middle of the month of November? But I can honestly tell you that it is the most wonderful time of the season because, as we all know, sports are officially back at ETBU as of right now. And with that, this is officially the ninth episode of the Texas Tiger Podcast featuring yours truly, Kenneth the K-Rock Klein, of course, as we all know. How come you didn't know that by now? If you'd had, then you would know. And along with me, of course, is my good colleague, the one and only Mark T. Robinson. If you didn't know that by now, how can you know the guy? Fun fact, I'm not the one and only. Well, technically I am, but I'm a junior. I'm a second Mark, Mark T. So. Uh, well, that's a fan of, well, that's funny because I happen I happen to not be the only Kenneth uh, Kenneth the K Rock Klein. I'm a second as well. Well, maybe second or third, but that depends on if you ask my family members as well. But anyways, folks, we are back in the same room after last week where we had to do our show via Zoom. That was because, of course, Mark was checking out on his family, just making sure they're doing okay. I know that there was a hurricane down there in New Orleans, but fortunately for them, they're doing all right, Mark, aren't they? Yeah, they're fine. Okay, well, that's good. Always nice to check in with the family as well. But Mark not only had that going for him, he also had a great opportunity to go to, though of all places, Damaris, Georgia, which, of course, is outside Athens, Georgia, which is about, oh, maybe about a 30-minute drive from the city of Chokelana or Atlanta, I should say. to 3. That's uh, where history was made. Yeah, but, well, Atlanta teams have been having problems finishing jobs lately. So, but <laughs> seriously, uh, business down there as usual because our ETB women's basketball team—they had two games down there. And Mark, I gotta be real honest with you, I was shocked at what I saw. Now, I when I say shocked, I didn't mean that I didn't think we would come out on top. I thought we would, but you're talking a situation where. You're playing your first couple of games after all the COVID pandemic stuff happening. Uh, you have a new coaching staff with a combined age where they could easily be mistaken for college students on campus. And not only that, you bring, you're bringing in a couple of players who are missing some key players uh, for this trip as well. And you're taking on two teams that either reached a conference tournament championship game or made it to the NCAA tournament last year. But the Tigers not only passed a test, they pretty much played well. And it's almost like they were without their key players uh, in those games, and yet they still managed to play well enough to win. Yeah, it was an incredible performance, especially considering that, like you said, they came into both of these games, seven players were inactive. If you really look at the entire roster, you know, they were missing some a, a lot of key players, and they were still able to put forth a solid effort across the board. Several players uh, doing well uh, for the team, but going to start with Transylvania winning 61-46. Got off to a little bit of a rocky start in the first half of that game, but once the 
uh, kind of like the midway point of the third quarter on to finish out the game. They really hit the stride that they and the pace that they wanted to play at. Second game against Piedmont, coming away with a 71-65 win. They led by as many as 10 in that game. And if you really look at it, or as I was there covering the team, they were undersized in both matchups, but yet they only lost the rebounding battle by five in the first game. And in the second game, they managed to hold their own on the boards as well. But the players that really impressed me coming out is Emma Stelzer. She has a great feel for the game. We're going to see a lot of her this uh, this year. Hannah Hudson, who was named our uh, ASC Player of the Week, actually, this week for her performance. She did a great job. And Kaya Williams has really, really stepped up. Had 11 points, four assists, six rebounds. She's actually a really solid rebounder for a guard at her size. And we kind of talked about that a little bit after the game. She said that, you know, normally I'm kind of playing that safety position as a guard. I'm usually the first line of defense to get back on defense after a missed shot or so. But she's really good at getting rebounds. Uh, Last year, she did a solid job as well. And just uh, several players really stepping up. This team, Kenny, is going to be a force to be reckoned with. And this has been a really good first impression for new head coach Blake Arbogast. Very proud uh, for him. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, one player in Transylvania in the Transylvania game that really had a big impact was uh, Mallory Stevens as well. In fact, I actually was watching the game live on stream, and I happened to see a picture of Mallory Stevens uh, you know, on the court as well. But on the bench was one guy, or on the stands was one guy there, and I couldn't help but wonder, is that really Mark T. Robinson? You probably were the biggest reason why she had 19 points in that game as well. <laughs> but uh, Mallory Stevens had a great performance as well. So, so far, so good for our women's basketball team. They won't be back in action for a couple of weeks as well. But that doesn't mean that uh, ETB women's basketball team is the only basketball team to pay attention to because this weekend our men's basketball team will be getting their season started. And guess what, Marty Robinson? While you had the luxury of going out of town to Georgia, our men's team will get their crack at Piedmont College on Saturday as well. And Mark, I know that we talk a lot about this men's basketball team, but there is a lot of excitement for Coach Chris Lavelle and his new coaching staff because we've seen the athleticism. We talked about you know how much this team seems to be more athletic than they have been in years past. Now, they had a scrimmage, of course, against Louisiana uh, State University Shreveport, and they had some pretty good moments as well, even though they were going up against competition that was better against it. But it really feels like there's a lot of excitement and a lot of optimism with this team. I'm not, I mean, obviously, the first game is always kind of the the big game because you don't know what to expect. You You have a feeling what you hope for, but you just don't know if that'll be lived up. But there's definitely a lot of optimism with this team. Yeah, certainly. And again, they bring in a, a lot of energy. And I really, I really enjoy just breaking it down and talking to each of the different members on the coaching staff. Their, their philosophy aligns with head coach uh, Lovell's mindset and his approach to the game. Uh, it, they, they compliment him very well. They know how to execute his vision uh, from what I've seen thus far in the very early moments of this start of this season. So uh, we'll see what they do. Like you said, you know, on Saturday they're going to take on Piedmont uh, College as they trek back uh, to Georgia. So it's going to be exciting to see 
what they bring to the table and how they execute in in-game situations. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be watching from afar. Oh, yes, you will. But first and foremost, you got some business to tend to this Friday as well because our ETBU ice hockey team is back in action. They are traveling to Irving, Texas, of course, to take on Dallas Baptist University. Now, it's been a couple of weeks since ETBU last played. They played TCU, came away with a sweep there. So now they're taking on Dallas Baptist University. Uh, definitely going to be interesting to see what Coach Savage and his boys do, especially having been off for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and we're going back to another star center. This one's going to be in Valley Ranch, though. Last one was in in uh, in Euless, and uh, getting a little bit of a grand tour of the uh, hockey, different hockey uh, arenas or sub arenas there for the uh, the stars there. So yeah, I mean, it's be interesting. Yeah, I think this might be a different one because I remember one like. The one in U.S. was pretty cool, but the one in Mansfield, Texas, where I've been to twice last co- or last year, uh, that was definitely exciting for me to go to. But I can't believe that you're going to Irving, Texas, or to Valley Branch, so it'll be fun. Okay, folks, so I'm going to take a little break, but when we return, we're going to have the following segments. We're going to be doing returning this on-this-day on segment. We didn't have that last week because of the interviews with the coaches, but we're bringing that back on this day, which will be right up next. Then we will have an interview with a very special guest. We'll let you know who that is. Or, yes, we will let you know who that is after a while. And then, of course, we're going to be bringing back our favorite spy, who obviously had some comments from the coaching staff of the women's basketball team that should make the head waves as well. Well, folks, we'll be right back for our first segment on this day. Stay tuned. At Whataburger. How do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick, and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa, and two slices of pepper jack cheese, because of course. That's three new fresh things on top of two fresh beef patties, which all adds up to Whataburger's new limited-time pico de gallo burger. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. Folks, we're back in business here. It's time to return an all-time favorite of ours. We're bringing back the segment we like to call OTD, which, if you use it in acronym terms, means on this day. That's right, folks. We're bringing it back. We go back in history where we relive all the moments from all the past sporting events that happened throughout this week. And, Mark, I got to say, we got some good ones this week. So, Mark, you go first. Yes, sir, and we are kicking it off with going back to a year ago on November 12th, 2019. Uh, the ECBU softball team uh, had a collaboration with the uh, ETBU Fellowship of Christian Athletes as they hosted two-time Olympic champion Dr. Dot Richardson, and the event actually took place on the 24th and the 25th, but it was scheduled, the release was put out on the 12th, and Richardson served as the head softball coach at Liberty University, but she internationally participated in the Pan American Games in 1979, 1983, 1987, 1995, and 1999, and had five world championships in 82, 86, 1990, 1994. That's a great year, by the way. And 1998. And as a member of the team, uh, she won uh, five Pan-American gold medals and four world championship gold medals. And 
She participated in what was a a uh, as a speaker for the sponsored events at the uh, Rogers Spiritual Life Center and had a pretty good turnout uh, during the time. And she was also a 16 time amateur softball member of the Amateur Softball Association. So uh, pretty cool event. Very, very uh, interesting and a very, very decorated uh, speaker there for the ECB softball team and Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So uh, that starts off my pick for uh, on this day. Kenny, what say you? 94, a great year. Not for baseball, because we're still trying to figure out who won the World Series that year. And, I mean, <laughs> we're never going to know if the greedy yeah. of the teams. Montreal might have a case, maybe Atlanta or Cleveland, but you never know. All right, for my On This Day segment, we go back to November 11th, 2019. Make a wish. What do you mean, make a wish? Armistice Day, 11-11. Ah, I did not know that. But anyways, on this Armistice Day, the ETBU hockey team, they found themselves ranked in the West Region polls for the first time ever. They were they came in ranked 8th, and that, of course, was after they started off with a career-best 17 straight wins to begin the season. They, are com- they were coming off a sweep over Dallas Baptist University, who they will be playing this Friday. The Tigers won 5-2 to two in Game 1. Now, Riley Knott scored two goals, while Philippe Soderstrom dished out three assists. And then in Game 2, the Tigers had to come from behind, trailing two goals in the third period. They managed to score five goals to win 7-4 to four in the second game as well to complete the sweep and keep their undefeated uh, record intact. Now, Riley Knott, of course, for his performance, he was named the TCHC Player of the Week, and we had him on our list at the end of the last season for our top 10 individual moments as well. We actually, I interviewed him. You can check that out on our YouTube channel as well. But that, of course, was the ETBU hockey team continuing to dominate. And looking for more wins this weekend. Finally, to round things out, on November 14, 2015, we're going back almost five years. And this was a big-time win in crunch time for our ECB women's basketball team. 69-66 to over Southwestern University. April Leonard had a career-high 30 points in the win. And at the time, head coach... Uh, Edsel Hamilton picked up his first career win, but 30 points uh, led the team. Uh, The Tigers uh, overall did a uh, fantastic job coming up with the win, and they had their largest lead of the game at one point was 10 points, 49-39, and they shot very well from the field in the second half, 17 of 32, 53% overall, but once again, uh, Leonard led the way with 30 points for the Tigers and second. And actually, she was the only player that scored in double figures, 30 of the 69 points. The next highest score was uh, Ambrosia Woodard, who had eight points. So uh, she basically carried the squad. 10 of 15 shooting from the field, 6 of 8 from 3, uh, 4 of 6 at the stripe, 4 steals as well to go along with four boards coming away with the 69-66 victory for the ETB women's basketball team. And that is our or our picks for on this. 
day. You know, it's crazy when you think back. I mean, obviously, Leonard would have a thousand points later on that season, a thousand career points later on that season. But also the fact that our coaching staffs, they've had a tradition going on here. You get your first win in the first game you coach at ETPU. So that happened with Hamilton. <laughs> it happened with Rainbow and it happened with Arbogast now. So yeah, that's I interesting. Mean, that's, a, that's a good point. Didn't think so, about that. So, so is the pressure on, um, uh, Lovell, you think, this weekend to pick up that first win? Well, I think it's a little bit different because I'm trying to remember if uh, Curran got his first or first win in his first game. I think, I think he, he did. Yeah, I think he did. But, um, but I mean, I, I feel like Lovell, I mean, there may be a little bit of pressure, but I don't think Lovell feels that pressure because he knows what he brings to the table coaching-wise as well. So, I mean, I'm hoping we come away with two wins uh, this weekend, but we'll see. All right, folks, uh, that's going to do it for our, this segment of On This Day. Next up. We got our interview with our mystery guest. You'll know who it is when we come back. Hey, Mark, uh, I've been thinking we need to make some changes in the Tiger Den studio. What's that? Like, I'm just thinking. So I think we need like a plexiglass that has our names on it. I get top billing because C comes before R. We might need to put bring out some bobbleheads and some sports memorabilia. And we might need to find a spot for our table on a table to put our Emmy Award and trophy. Don't forget the bid. If we had one. <laughs> don't forget the bed too. Oh yeah, don't forget the bed indeed. Yeah, well well not not wow. this. Wow. Man, we were getting so excited for especially yeah. the Emmy Award trophy. If we had one. So but um, anyways, uh, well, folks, uh, by this point, you already know that this uh, surprise segment is what we like to call our favorite edition of the Ambush Alert. Exactly. And I would like to point out that I haven't said Amber Alert not one time when we're referencing our Ambush Alert. It's been kind of sneaking up to the front of my mind to say Amber Alert instead of Ambush Alert, but... I think I've done a pretty good job on that. I'll, I'll pat myself on. Well, that. unfortunately, you just jinxed yourself because you just no, said I didn't. it. Then. Yeah, just then. But I mean, we tried. It's ambush alert, not amber alert, which is really unfortunate. But we try to make it a little more positive and friendly at the ambush alert as well. So uh, this was normally the segment where myself and I, or Mark and I, would find an alumnus to refer to to talk about the achievements. If I had one this weekend, but suffice <laughs> to say, uh, Mark. Uh, you managed to get a good one, and I think we're all going to need a friend for this one. Yeah, and that friend is Christy Friend, and big shout-out to her as she was able to uh, purchase some equipment through a grant that she won, a $10,000 grant to help out uh, her PE class over at uh, Silver Nagel Ele Elementary. I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly, but that is where she is a uh, PE teacher for uh, her class won a $10,000 grant to purchase some drum fit equipment. For And for those of you who are unfamiliar with what drum fit is, it is a, a program that combines both cardio and mental exercises uh, for, for students to help them both physically and exercise that brain power. But she was able to win a $10,000 grant for that to help out uh, her students. Big shout out to her for that. And also... It was her birthday two days ago. Mm. So shout out to her. The big 25. Actually, 25 is my favorite number. And just looking at these pictures on social media, that cookie cake looks 
absolutely delicious. Don't. I want to dive in. Don't even think about it, Marcus. Ah, I hope she still has some left. Well, maybe she should. Maybe she should give us as well. And you know, it's funny. You think about when I first heard about drum fit, I'm thinking I might have to get my inner Ringo star on. <laughs> so, th- just for a little jokes for there. So, Christy, friend, of course, our ambush alert for this weekend. Always nice to, you know, think back to her as well, especially being a big anchor on the ETBU defensive side on the women's soccer team as well. Scored a big goal in an upset win against UT Tyler. That she was did. a huge one. So, congratulations to her. We wish her all the best as well. All right, folks. Next up, we have our interview with our mystery guest. So, stay tuned. We are back for our Texas Tiger podcast. And folks, I said we had a surprise and a mystery guest. We have a surprise and a mystery guest with us right now. Now, folks, of course, the big story over this past weekend, the ETB women's basketball team went down to Georgia, played two games, came out, win winners in both. So they are 2-0 and to start the season. But not only that, they actually earned a weekly honor for the play of one of their players, of course. And speaking of the American Southwest Conference East Division Player of the Week, we are pleased to be joined by that very specific player. I'm talking, of course, about junior Hannah Hudson, a native of Itasca, Texas. Last Throughout her career so far, she is the all-ASC freshman team, or so far in her career. She came away with 14 points in the first game, 12 in the second game, and was a vocal part of ETBU's two wins so far in this season. So, Hannah Hudson, welcome to the Texas Tiger Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This is so cool. Absolutely. We're going to be talking a lot about uh, just the award and the basketball thing at first. But first and fall, you know, Hannah, I got to say, like the first couple of games, it almost felt like your freshman year where you were just so kind of anxious and nervous just to kind of get that first collegiate basketball games out of the way. Because obviously with everything that had been going on up to that point, it almost felt like there was just that anxiety and that anxiousness to get it out of the way did you kind of feel like it was like your freshman year all over again um it was definitely a little nerve-wracking I mean it was the very first games uh I was really like honestly just the most excited because we haven't got to play and it's like a blessing to be able to play right now a lot of conferences and teams are not playing till the spring and so honestly I was just so thankful to finally get to play compete against a different team and not just practice, because prior to playing this weekend, we've only practiced um, for a month. We had one little inter-squad scrimmage, but, I mean, to come together as a team against another team was, like, what like basketball is about. So I was just really excited to do that. And could you kind of talk about uh, just kind of watching you guys? The thing that I was most impressed with is you guys went up to Georgia and you had still seven players out for various reasons, and – just kind of talk to me about how excited you were or how confident you were in your team that you guys were still able to play very well together. It looked like you guys were almost in midseason form after, I want to say, the first half of the first game. You guys really hit your stride. Just kind of talk about how excited you were to see your team put it together finally. Okay, so when we figured out that we were only going to have eight of our players, um, I think it was Monday we figured that out. Um, it was a little bit of like uncertainty and like, what are we going to do? Cause five of the eight were freshmen and, um, we were playing two really good teams and traveling really far and it's hard to win on the road. And so, um, 
just like the idea of what coach put into our like minds and that we're going to hang our hat on defense and we're going to uh, be very like focused on doing the details right because the details that we worked on all week are legit what won us both games and I can't express like how thankful I am and how blessed we are because our coaching staff prepared us so well they um, all like took various and like multiple hours um, scouting Transylvania and Piedmont and um, letting us know exactly what we needed to do to capitalize on their weaknesses and be able to make those our strengths. So like tiny little things about the defense we changed and we worked on all, all week and I can't explain how well the freshmen did. Literally so proud of all of them. They all did so good and stepped up in different areas at different times. We had Brooke, who stepped up the first game. She did incredible and took on the point guard position as she had to because nobody, like there, like I said, there were eight of us. And um, like all week in practice, Molly D picked up big time. She's a monster and gets boards <laughs> and finishes and just like works so hard. And Emma picked up the second game, did really good from the high post. And I think she was a leading scorer the second game. But, like, they, they all did so good. Aaron hit shots, of course, and Kyla working hard. But, like, it was just really encouraging to see the talent that came and the confidence that was built in those freshmen through this week, even though we didn't have our whole team. All right. So, now, obviously, when you found out, of course, this past weekend that you were selected as the ASC East Division uh, Player of the Week, just kind of talk about just the feelings of you know, accepting your first weekly player award and what it does for the program, especially now that you're kind of getting back to the season and, you know, getting ready to continue on. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know I got it until I walked into the gym yesterday and my coach was like, Hannah, good job. Like, congrats. And like, you can, if you said congrats and Adam said congrats, and I was like, thanks, we all won. But, um, I was like, what? And then my coach showed it to me. She saw it on, uh, I think Twitter or something, but, um, I was, I'm just honestly very thankful. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do anything without my team to give me assist or like anything like at all. So, I mean, that always goes back to like the coaches and all the hours that they've like just loved on and pushed us and the girls just to like, give me that energy to just love this game and stuff. Um, it really is so fun and I'm thankful for it. And you guys Played the game this past weekend, but you're about to have like three weeks off, which is really almost unheard of. But I mean, we're playing in a, a really odd situation right now with COVID going on. So how are you guys going to stay sharp? Is it going to be kind of a challenge or are you guys kind of expecting that a little bit with everything that's going on? Um, I mean, obviously, this is not something that us as humans are like all normal with or like used to but it is something that's very normal now and so this season we knew already knew that it was going to be a different season and the scheduling would look different and everything and like that's why we've been practicing since October 1st but I've only played two games so it's like I mean we kind of expect it um it is going to be hard to be like sharp still and like stay motivated because practice is definitely different from games but um I think also that our team is in a state of mind that's just thankful because there's 
been so many different weird situations not having all the kids like we talked about we only played with 10 girls this weekend and it's like we're finally going to get everyone back this week um, at the end of the week and so we're just going to get to finally like all be together as one unit one team absolutely well hannah hudson thank you so much for uh joining us here on the texas tiger podcast congratulations once again on your asc player of the week honor and we look forward to seeing your team down the line wait a minute kenny you never said your uh your famous hannibal well uh, well you'll be seeing more of that the more three she makes throughout her, her season when i'm on the air broadcasting games as well you should start doing that mark i'm giving you that permission <laughs> so nice. all right thanks hannah once again um Absolutely. That's Hannah Hudson. Folks, uh, stay tuned. We'll be, we'll be come back. We got a favorite spy in Mark T. Robinson. He's got some comments for us to listen to. Stay tuned. There are several traditions in East Texas that just seem to stand out from the rest. At Juicy's, we'd like to think we're one of them. Our chicken fried steak sandwiches and 100% choice ground beef burgers have been traditions at our tables for over 25 years. I like quality and freshness and service with a smile. I like my burger done juicy style. Man, that's juicy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to unveil what our favorite spy, Mr. Mark T. Robinson, said with our Juicy's comments presented by our sponsor at Juicy's and Mark you know you were on the road trip in Georgia this past weekend, so... Sweet Georgia. Exactly. I'm sure you still had Georgia on your mind. But in the meantime, though, Mark, uh, what did you get while you were there? Well, while I was there, I had the opportunity to just talk to head women's basketball coach Blake Arbogast. Again, like you said, it was funny that you kind of talked about him and his staff and how, you know, they're just so young this year and... They could be mistaken for college kids, and which uh, isn't that far off, but they did a great job of preparing on the road, getting their teams ready for uh, the upcoming matchups, and just had a chance to just kind of sit down and, and really talk to him about what went into the mindset of his team, undermanned, long road trip, first one of the season, so... A lot of nerves, a lot of a little bit of uh, pressure there, but got a chance to sit down and talk to him. And what are you listening to me for? Here's what he had to say on our Juicy's comments with our coaches. We just let the offense come to us with the way that uh, Piedmont was playing. Um, it was going to be a higher scoring game just in general with their style of play, but we talked about it all week. We talked about it all year, really, is just our effort. Um, and I couldn't be more proud of all the girls. These two right here had a phenomenal game, but you can go down the list, all, all 10 of us and the four coaches. I mean, it was just an all-in effort, and um, that's the biggest thing that I think correlated um, to our offensive success today was just the effort and um, making plays. And the thing about it, Kenny, as I listened to him talk about it, he one of the things he said that was really that really stuck out to me was the fact that it didn't matter if we had five or 10 or 15 players. He said all he needed was five really good players who were going to come out and compete. And that is exactly what they did. They came out, they competed. And my thing is this looking at the makeup of this team for the last three or so years, 
they've preached toughness, intensity, resilience. I saw all of that in these first two games. And once they get back to full strength, I dare say this is a team that can once again have a chance to win not just an ASC, uh, an ASC championship. Well, this year, uh, we're not 100% sure how the national tournament things are going to work out with the COVID situation, but this is a team that can win a championship once they get back to full strength. Well, they're going to have to er- overcome an early obstacle, and that's called Thanksgiving break, because the next game, of course, won't be until November the 30th. It's a non-conference game in Abilene against McMurray University, and then, of course, they'll follow that up with a game against Sol Ross State. So that's going to be an early challenge. Make sure that the girls, they'll get their they'll get their uh, food in, but they don't, you know, you know, they still get back into playing shape. So we'll see about that as well. All right, folks, we'll be right back with our final thoughts. Okay, Mark, and that concludes another special edition of the Texas Tiger Podcast. Nine episodes down. The next one will be number 10. Can you believe that, Mark? I can't believe it. It's it's crazy. And I just want to do a quick PSA, Kenny, before we roll out here. Okay. Look, guys, I know it's been a tough year with the COVID situation, everything that's kind of going on in the world. But here's the thing. Can we just take a moment and just enjoy the Thanksgiving season? I don't want to hear any Christmas music before November the 27th. No Christmas music. Let's enjoy Thanksgiving first, and then then Christmas music can have its day after Thanksgiving's over. That's all I want to say. Well, yes, that is a very good opinion as well to have. I certainly am one that goes along with it as well. I definitely agree with you there and the process as well. I mean, we think alike, Mark. We're kind of like two pals on a pod, to say the least. So, Oh, that's clever. I like that. Yeah, yes, indeed. It, it is clever. So, well, anyways, folks, uh, before we go, we like to give a special shout out to our sponsors, as always Dairy Queen of Marshall and Hallsville, Whataburger, Marshall Ford, and Maverick Chevrolet, Juicy's Hamburgs, Burgers, and Tacos. So, you don't want to miss out on going to those places because they just support us as much as we support them. So, in the midst of everything that's going on, why don't you stop by and get a burger or a, ha- or a taco or a- and all that. Maybe check out a new car, get your car fixed or what have you. I know that I have my car fixed down to those places, so it'll be exciting to see. Anyways, folks, that is going to conclude this next episode of Edition. Reminder, folks, please keep your mask on. Wash your hands. I know it's not cool and, and all that, but sometimes the coolest decisions are not the right decisions. It's for your own health and safety. Mark, uh, final thoughts? Go Tigers. That's technically my line, but I'll just go right ahead and end it with, for Mark T. Robinson, I'm Kenneth the K-Rock Client saying goodbye, so long, and, uh, well, you get the point. This is the Texas Tiger Podcast.